What's poppington? This is Charmonique from Cast These Vibes bringing you a Nicki Minaj Corner bonus episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been almost a month since the last NMC episode. So um, I really just want to get into what's important. And what's important is Nicki is an iconic legend. And she is, I just love that she's just been having fun and doing music like that's what that's what her focus has been it's just doing music and doing what she wants and I love that she is able to do what she wants and I was just thinking like it's crazy because I feel like what is most important is that Nikki has a career that these girls should strive to have these femcs coming behind or after Nikki, they should look to Nikki as goals. Like, point blank, period. And that's really all it should be about at the end of the day. It's like, don't you want your career to be like Nikki's or surpass Nikki's? Like, don't you want to reach that status in your career? Don't you want to be talented you know what I'm saying don't you want to be able to be able to push your pen and create good music for 15 years plus like those these are things that you should want like if you want to be great if you want to be amazing if you want to reach a certain point in your career where you are a legend where you are iconic I think I feel like you should definitely look to Nikki for that. I mean, if not her, then who else? Present this other person, please. And 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 why? Because I could tell you why I'm presenting Nikki as the one to be, the one to beat, and the one to strive to be. Which that's pretty much what I do every episode. But, you know, I can do that. So if anybody would like to present anyone else up to the plate, then please do it. Tweet me. Catch these vibes. Catch underscore vibes. Because I really want to know. But like I said, this is really just about the important things. I I got a little bit too too braggadocious right there. That's not really the point. The point is she is just doing what she wants, which I feel like these girls should want to be at a point in their career where they can do what they want, when they can drop music the way they want and say what they want in their music and just do that, you know, do your shit. Also, they should want to have schools create courses about them. I mean, listen to this. The University of California, Berkeley will be offering a course titled Nicki Minaj, the Black Barbie, FMC, and Hip Hop Feminisms. This will go into her impact in the context 
of broader historical social structures and hip hop feminisms. Nikki has hoped, and this isn't the first time I've done seen videos of people in class, pictures of people in class, and they, they're, and Nicki Minaj is in in the book or something. I think I've even seen it myself in while I was in college. So, isn't that what you should strive for? To have a type of career where you are the example, when people are using you as the example in your craft. I mean, these are goals. And I feel like that's what's really important. Like, forget all this so-and-so versus so-and-so. What do you really want for yourself? What What kind of career do you really want? This is what these FEMCs should be thinking about I mean if you're just in to get some a couple bags and that's it then I mean but if you like really trying to be in this for the long haul and really become a mogul really become a legend and someone that people refer to as one of the best I think it wouldn't be such a bad idea to look to Nikki for that inspiration and I'm saying this because that's what's important. And we just really need to get back to that. We really be getting sidetracked with all the shenanigans and the online drama, which is very entertaining. I'm not saying that it's not. But it's just it's just very tired and old. It's just like when are people going to really accept that there can be more than one woman, Fem C, in the game killing it at, at a time? I I just really wish we could get to that point. I really do. Because it's it sucks that there's just like, there's so many talented Fem C's out there. Um, to name a few, Flo Millie, Rico Nasty, Glorilla, she doing her thing, Doja Cat, the City Girls, Amaretta, Lotto, uh, what's her name, Libra Jolay, or Julie Jolay, I don't know um, how to pronounce it, but there's just so many, so many talented women out there. Lady Lachur, London Hill. It's just, there's so many out there. And we should just be like, I wish we really get to a point where we can just celebrate all these women, especially the talented ones, especially them, because they really deserve it. They really deserve to be able to get on songs with Nikki and it not be a negative thing and and not it not being a negative narrative behind it. It can't. It's just to be about the music and the fact that talented people in the same craft are collaborating and creating art that people really do love. So Nikki, she released the Queen Mix and then she 
gave us some Caribbean vibes on Licklemas. So she she released a video first of all for Licklemas with Skiing, which is is which is a vibe. She looked good as fuck in that video. But then she took it to the next level and she put out a remix and it's the Fine Nine. So nine Caribbean artists, which which is a lot of people on one song. The song went number one on iTunes, which is history, herstory, and really something that should be celebrated and should be just, you know, talked about in a positive way. It shouldn't be no negative narratives being drawn up like, oh, now she want to collab with people. Oh, she's like, what? What is how can you even try to like really turn that into a negative thing? But people, they've, they've been doing it. So the Fine Nine remix has nine Caribbean artists on it, which includes Nicki Minaj. So that is London Hill, Destra Garcia, Spice, Lisa Mercedes, Pam Pute, Patrice, Lady LeSure and Dovey, Dovey Magnum, all Caribbean artists who have been so thankful, you know, for Nikki giving them this opportunity. So they are all on the song and it's like, it's the song is really a vibe. My favorite part is when the beat switches up and, uh, I believe it's Patrice. She starts like singing, doing her thing. Like, I love it. And I'm I'm very excited about what, what else is to come because she's really in a, a place where she's just having fun. She's just doing what she want to do. And the only singles that she's dropped this year was Do, do We Have a Problem and Bussin'. Everything else that she's dropped has been her. Like, so we go up, that was all her because... We Go Up was like a scrap song and the people wanted it. So she gave it to us and then she she shot a video for it. And that's probably a lot of people's favorite songs. Like, or that, that song is probably a lot of people's favorite, I think, um, as far as the recent releases. And then we have Super Freak. So that's not a single. That's, that doesn't have the label backing. According to her, she said that the only singles was Do We Have a Problem and Bussin'. So we don't even know if those are going to be on the album. But, I mean, it's possible. But I don't think she really needs it. I think her album going to sell perfectly fine without having those previous songs. But I don't know. We'll see if they'll be on the album. I mean, Super Freaky Girl, she put that on the compilation that she she uh, dropped not too long ago. And it's still doing numbers. It's still breaking records. It's predicted to drop maybe one spot, so number seven on the billboard. But, I mean, it's been a very stable hit. It's reached about 1.2 billion plays on tiktok and this was on uh, this post was september 29th so it could be even more now and then also 
In the song and performance categories, front runners include Nicki Minaj, Super Freaky Girl, and Do We Have a Problem? This is for the Grammys. So, also Little Babies, A Minute, In a Minute, Lotto's Big Energy, Cuddy's She's Looking for Me, and Can't Believe It by Two Chains. So, it's possible that there might be some Grammy nominations. So, that'll be interesting. Um... Yeah, I mean, if so, that's great. I mean, they're really great rap songs. So, I mean, I just, you know, just with all the the Grammy backlash within the last couple of years, I just, you know, it'll be interesting if she would actually show up, you know. But, hmm. So, also, Super Freaky Girl has set a Spotify record after reaching 100 million streams on the platform. So let me go to this article by Hot New Hip Hop. So it says Nicki Minaj has set a new Spotify record with the success of her recent single, Super Freaky Girl. According to Chat Data, the track has become the fastest solo female rap song to accumulate 100 million streams on the platform. Minaj tweeted about the broad success of the song on September 16th thanking her fans for their support while acknowledging the role the numerous remixes have had in maintaining the song's popularity. Five weeks in, whoa, this is amazing, you guys. Thank you. The Queen Makes Really Body, Go Stream, Nikki posted on Twitter. Super Freaky Girl was released on August 12th and prominently samples Rick James' 1981 single, Super Freak. The song debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, making the first solo song by a female hip-hop artist to do so since Lauryn Hill's 1998 single, Doo-Wop. The track was included on Minaj's first greatest hits album, Queen Radio, Volume 1. In the time since its release, Minaj has released a Roman remix for her alter ego, Roman Zelansky, as well as the Queen mix. Featuring City Girls rapper JT, Bia, Malibu Mitch, Katie Got Bands, and Akbar V. So, Iconic Tings, Iconic Tings, Super Freaky Girl has really just been a staple hit. And next week, it will be its eighth week in the Hot 100. It's predicted again to like probably go down um, one spot. But that's just a prediction. You know, you don't know if if that's, you know what it's really gonna be but usually it's pretty pretty close to what it ends up being and so that will make super freaky girl tied with anaconda because anaconda was in the top 10 for eight weeks as well so super freaky girl is really doing doing the damn thing and there is on tiktok there is a a sound with the third verse f-r-e-k i'm gonna be i should be on replay they put that verse on the wap beat and it's fire like people they are they made a dance to it and it's it's just one of those trends right now that's you know been going viral and tiktok really is addicting but nikki she really like is popular over there because they love to remix her songs they love putting her verses on different beats and making dances to it they love um making 
certain things that she says popular. So I think that's that's pretty cool that she's been able to, you know, just remain popular throughout the different generations. I think that's another thing that these other femcees should look to as goals. Like these are things that you should want for yourself. Like forget all the drama, forget all the hate, forget all the, you know, unnecessary messiness and shade that be going on. Like what's really important is the type of career that you want. And I just feel like that's what these other girls should be focused on. And don't get caught up between in between what side you should be on. Like if you want to work with Cardi B, work with Cardi B. If you want to work with Nikki, work with Nikki. It shouldn't be anything stopping you from doing that because at the end of the day, that's petty as fuck. And it's unnecessary drama. Like at this point, that beef between them two, whatever it is, it's, uh, you know, and I, I can go into it a little bit more as far as like what I feel like it is, but I really don't want to at this time. I'm just really tired of it even being a thing. You know, I just wish that they can both like have their careers without it always having to be, um, without these, I think I think it's really is the fan bases at the same time. They ain't the only ones that, you know, add fuel to the fire. I think the people, they first of all should never have been compared and I think at the end of the day, their only reason that they are is because Cardi B has been used as some type of force to get Nikki out of the way. And that's what I believe that is that this has all been about. And knowing that, it's like I don't even really want to give that situation any more energy because it's not even any, it's not real. It's just a situation that's been concocted to only for one purpose. And I don't think it should really be given any more energy from the people, but the people are going to, I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm going to do my best to not give that situation any more energy and just keep it about what's important. I got a little petty today on Twitter. I Sometimes I can't help myself, but um, <laughs> I really just want it to be about the music, but, you know, I guess that's wishful thinking. Anywho, though, but I'm going to say this, though, like, if Nikki, Nikki has the right, if she wants to, like, defend herself and address issues she has the right to do so too many people have been playing on her name for far too long and and there's also certain situations and certain people who she pays dust like azealia banks for for example i don't feel like she's ever really addressed her um and i i feel like with azealia she one minute she's praising Nikki. One minute she's talking shit about someone. And then it's just like she flip-flops a lot. So it's like, how can you really take that serious? How can you really even get upset about the things that a person says 
like that when one minute they kissing i'm not gonna say kissing your ass one minute they showing you love and then the next minute they got a whole bunch of evil shit to say about you it's just like how can you even really be bothered by a person like that so i think why that's why nikki really pays azealia banks dust like i don't think she's ever going to really address that girl um she did say that she there are a couple more people that she you know may be suing so who knows who those other people are because i mean it could be a few different people but yeah like i said i just really want to focus on what the important things and what 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 really matters but before I get into some more positive things. I do want to say this. I, I the reason why I really feel like they Nikki and Cardi B should have never been compared because just Cardi B people do feel I I do believe people genuinely feel like her come up was a beautiful thing to watch. And witness in that it definitely opened the doors for other women. I do feel like people genuinely feel and believe that, and I can understand why because it, it in a sense, it is true. Because Cardi B, she was like an internet personality, and then she was on Love and Hip Hop, and we saw her trying to pursue her music career on Love and Hip Hop, which we've seen so many other other uh artists or you know specifically women that you know was in the strip club and then they was doing music like there's 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 a lot of them out there that that we've watched on Love and Hip Hop specifically and you know Jocelyn, for example, you know she's still doing her music shit, but she hasn't like blown up. Cardi B happened to be the one to blow up, no matter how it happened, no matter what you know people did to get her there or if it happened just because it was meant to happen by God's grace, whatever it you know, regardless of the how it happened, it did happen, so no, we can't completely just disregard that. But at the same time, comparing Cardi B and her experience and her story to Nikki's is two different things. And I think that's where the the problem lies. They never should have been compared. They are two different beasts, I feel like. They just, and so to try to make it like oh Cardi B is you know is can take Nicki's spot it, that shouldn't it should have never went there and because it went there that's why this beef or whatever you want to call it between them two is really real like Nicki takes that situation very personal as she should if you worked hard grind since you was I don't know how old she was. But for she was very young pursuing her rap career. If you did, you know, if you had the type of grind that she had and her come up story, and then people try to diminish that or take that away from you or make it seem like you just replaceable, I would definitely take that personal. 
So that's what that's why that situation I feel like I, I can't ever be like, "Oh, get over it, ladies." Like because it's it's personal now. It's not just some surface level, "Oh, Nikki's jealous of Cardi and because she's like, no. It's like deeper than that. And so that's why I could never just be like, yeah, they need to stop. They need to move on because cause that's, it's personal. So, and you can't really, and because it's so like deep like that, like I said before, the only way for it to not be a thing anymore is if they come to some type of, you know, resolution. But... I think it's just too, <laughs> it's too, uh, like I said, it's just too deep. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. The fact alone that she has been dominating the rap game for all these years, that already just is proof of why anyone would want to knock you out of your spot. You know, and people can continue to act like they don't see that. But I think I'm just getting to a point where it's like, well, I've already been at this point, but it's just like, as far as just like trying to prove anything or arguing about it or feeling like getting defensive about it, it's just like pointless because at the end of the day, it's always going to be what it is, you know, and what it is is that Nikki has been dominating the game for the longest She's been very consistent in her career. And I've seen something, um, female rap game, she has said this. I I think it's a she. I don't know who's behind the page. But they have said that they feel like they would be completely okay with Nicki not even dropping the album. And I would agree with that. Because it's just like she's done so much this year. Like she's been at it since the top of the year. And she's given us so much good music. And she's just, you know, not going to stop. So if she wanted to wait until the top of the year, and I think I said this before, but if she wanted to wait till the top of the year to release the album, I think that would be perfectly fine. I mean, we are in October. We still got, she's still going to be at the um, powerhouse. She's going to be headlining the powerhouse performance in Philly and in New York, I believe. So I don't think she's, she's nowhere near like even done doing any, you know, what she has planned. Like it's really just the beginning, which is crazy to think about. But I think that's what makes, you know, all of this exciting because we are all anticipating this documentary. We're all anticipating this album. And it's not like she hasn't been, you know, just it's not like she's just been sitting on her ass. No, she's been really working and she's been feeding her fans at the same time. So it's like, what can you really complain about as a fan? I think as a Nikki fan, you shouldn't have anything to complain about, honestly. But there's still people out there that be complaining about stuff. And I just think it's like, I don't even know. But people 
really be complaining about her working with certain artists, like her working with skiing. She's just doing what she wants and what feels good to her. Like she really fucks with a lot of Caribbean artists, which she's that's always been something that she's done. I mean, she is from Trinidad, like so it's in her blood. And so some I've been seeing some people and she even cussed somebody out. I seen it today on Twitter because they was telling her to please keep him away from the album. It's just like, what? Like the nerve of some of these fans to be trying to make demands and tell her who that to have on her album and not who not to. Because there's so many chart obsessed people, like so many chart obsessed fans. Like they're literally obsessed with charts and will argue about that. And so since they're so obsessed, they don't want to see Nikki not work with, you know, the big names. Like they want to feel like, oh, just by the people on the song alone, it's a guaranteed hit. It's not about doing music and working with people because you know that the song is going to be a hit. No, you want to collab with the people that you 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 enjoy their music, you respect their 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 crafts and you just want to do what feels right to you. And then there's people who are trying to make sure that she doesn't stay true to that because they are chart obsessed. And it's really sad, really, really sad that people have gotten to this point where it's like, oh, if it doesn't, if, if it doesn't get on the Billboard Hot 100, then it's a flop. And, oh, we don't care about it if it doesn't involve these certain artists. It's just like... That's not what it's about. People don't even know how to just simply enjoy their favorite artist's music anymore. Well, there's some people, but there's a lot of people out there who are just, they just ruin the the whole experience for themselves, really, because can't nobody ruin anything for you unless you let them. Anyways, though, let's get on to some more positive things. So Nikki, she was tweeting out, um yesterday and she was she asked the barbs to choose one song and one song only from each of their albums so for the barbs that you know follow directions did have some of the songs that they chose trending so there was a total of 14 plus songs trending on US Twitter. So, Win and Game was trending, Up in Flames, Once Some More, Ganja Burn, Ro- Roman's Revenge, Here I Am, Roman Reloaded, Four Door, Aventador, Bees in a Trap, Good Form, Pink Friday, The Crying Game, I Am Your Leader, and Right by My Side. So, my four that I chose. So, for Pink Friday, I chose save me because I think this is like this is when I was like wow she really be singing like I couldn't like I was just so impressed by this this rapper singing and the way that the song touched me and the lyrics I just really really love save me I used to listen to that one all the time yes Pink Friday has so many so many classics on it though so it's really hard to just choose one but I just like to go with um, with the way that I'm feeling and 
how I remember feeling in the moment of listening to each album. So Save Me and then Freedom. Freedom for sure is like one of them classic songs. Like I feel like the way she, what she was saying in the song is, and it's pretty much the way that it is for all her songs. It's like it always, it, it just ages perfectly. And, you know, she says, they'll never thank me from opening doors, but they ain't even die- they ain't even thank Jesus when he died on the cross. The spirit is ungrateful. I remain a staple. So next is Bees in a Trap. That's my shit. I love, I love Bees in a Trap. Man, I been did that. Man, I been popped off. And then Win Again. Love Win Again. LLC. So those are, those would be mine for each from each album. So freedom, bees in save me, freedom, bees in the trap, win again, LLC. Queen, though, I could choose for Queen, I can even go with uh Running High. Running High is my favorite song from Queen. Running High, Barbie Dreams, Chun Li, Hard White. Like there's just so many to choose from. But yeah, that will be my my five from each of her albums or projects. So Nikki is in the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare commercial. So it also has a little baby, Pete Davidson and Jalen Ramsey in it. And um, she looks beautiful, of course. It's just really funny because... <laughs> Because uh, old girl said that she had to turn down a multi-million dollar Call of Duty deal. Or she had a multi-million dollar Call of Duty deal on the table, but she had to go to court. So it's just funny that she she made that decision to announce that. Like, And then here we go and with Nikki in the commercial. It's just funny, man. But of course, the, the, the fan bases are getting a kick out of that. And arguing about who had the deal first which really don't matter because who got the deal now who's in the commercial who got that bag nikki did so yeah it's funny though but um i think that's really dope that she's in the commercial she's getting deals after deals she still is going to be headlining the powerhouse festival uh, i believe philly and new york later this month so she is just booked and busy. She is doing her thing, doing her mogul shit, trying to be on her mogul shit, getting on her mogul shit. And it's like, what is there really like to be mad about? Like, I just I just feel like Nikki at this point in her career, like she's handling motherfuckers the way they need to be handled. She's speaking out for herself. And if somebody want to talk dirt on her name see them in court and then continue on getting her bags like it's just not it's just not really she's not really in a place where she want to be played with at all like y'all played on her name far too long and it's just it, it has to come to an end and if it don't she just seems to like be the one to come out on top at every 
chance she gets. And she speaks a lot about, you know, people being ugly and having ugly spirits. And, you know, what's funny is that, you know, the, that line, and we go up after all the surgery, you are st- still ugly. People only, like, think about that as, you know, ugly as it looks. But I really feel like, it. of course, it could mean looks, too. But I think it also means, like, your spirit. Like, if you just are a nasty, ugly person like no real no good is really going to come come to you like you you're going to be the one that's going to be hurt in the end because of the way that you move if you have an ugly spirit an evil spirit you know God is going to continue to bless those who move in a in a way that is um in a way that is that represents him, you know what I mean? Like, and I ain't trying to get all religious or spiritual on y'all or whatever, because you know everybody believes in what they believe in. But I just definitely believe in do unto others as you will want done to you. Treat people how you want to be treated. What goes around comes around. Like those those right there are like the key key sayings and key things that you need to always keep in mind when you tr- when when you decide to treat people a certain way. And I think Nikki, like, she really preaches that a lot and represents that. And, you know, she continues to be blessed. When you just think about all the things that have that she has overcome in her career, all the stuff that she's had to overcome that could have, like, took, took anybody out, really. You know what I mean? Like, after all these things that happened last year, as far as just, like, the court case, the lawsuit, you know, being accused of harassing someone and and that lady going on national TV, like all those things going on, she could have just been like defeated, but she didn't let that defeat her. She's continued on and I really love that for her. It's very inspiring and that's why a big reason why I love doing these bonus episodes just to talk about it because it's really like something to study like persistency and, you know, just prevailing over all the things, all the negative things that come at you and just, you know, remain on top. It's really inspiring, y'all. So I did want to leave it off on that, uh, on that positive note. Nikki, she's still killing it, doing her thing. I, who knows when the album's going to come? I'm pretty sure she is going to be a surprise to us all. Like at this point, it could come this by the end of this year or come at the top of the year, first quarter, like she did with um when she released Do We Have a Problem in the first quarter of this year. Like I really don't know at this point. Uh, and I really don't care. I'm because it's not like she's she's not being quiet. She's con- constantly feeding her fans and providing us with songs and different deals that she's doing. Like she's really out there working, and she's she's in the studio pushing her pen. She's putting out music. Like as a Nicki fan, you cannot. I don't really see anything to really complain about at this point, like at all. You know, if you're not satisfied with what she's been giving her fans, then I don't think you're ever going to be satisfied. Yes, we want the album. Yes, we want the documentary. But those things, they're coming. When are they coming? We don't know. But just know that they're coming. And I think the wait 
is easier because she's been giving us she's been giving us music like she's been feeding us so that makes the way even easier and you just got to be patient because I think she's she's on a roll for sure and I love it I love it all this whole year has been wonderful every release has been great I love her versatility and how she's given us you know different different types of songs and before I close out let's just go down a list of what we've gotten today let me try to make sure I remember everything because it's been a lot we gotta do we have a problem we got busting we got um first of all do we have a problem like that whole video was like a whole movie which was really dope so we got that we got busting we got blick blick with Coyle Ray. we got the Essence Festival, we got Rolling Loud, we got Wireless Fest, we got Love in the Way song and video, we got Super Freaky Girl song and video, we got the Queen mix, we got, we got Queen, we got Super Freaky Girl to debut number one, it's just like, there. it's just been a real busy year, and she's really, really just been winning, winning oh we got the vmas the vanguard like come on this has been a great year for nikki and only haters are continuing to say that it hasn't been a great year for her only haters are saying that she is a flop because how can you call this woman a flop after everything that she's done this year and everything that she's continuing to do you you have to be a hater to to say anything other than what's really going on and what's really going on is that she's still killing it 15 years in all right y'all i'm gonna end this episode with a verse this verse has been on repeat for me on replay i'm playing it over and over because she just really went in and every couple of months there's a verse um that i'm like obsessed with so join in if you know it all right so it goes Look at y'all looking ass niggas, stop looking at my ass ass niggas. Look at y'all lying ass niggas talking about it's paid off, but it's fine ass lying ass nigga. But you're not mobile ass niggas talk, friendly like you got a plan, boost mobile ass nigga, nigga, nigga. Look at y'all can't get a job, so you plan out to rob ass niggas. I ain't got a check for y'all, but if I'm a check for y'all, I'ma need a check from y'all niggas. I don't want sex, give a fuck about your ex. I don't even want to text from y'all niggas. I'm ripping you niggas. Look at this pic. Look at what the fuck I get to you niggas. Ain't feeling these niggas. Niggas on my time, call me Clinton. I'm billing these niggas. Ladies. Listen to this lady. Look, listen to this woman. The words that she spits. I don't want no sex. I don't give a fuck about sex sex i don't want sex don't give a fuck about your ex i don't even want to text from y'all niggas that's a mood like <laughs> that's really a mood but yeah we gonna leave it ended on that note y'all until next time yeah